Welcome to the relaunch of Fabulously Flawed, the podcast for middle-aged women who want more joy, balance, and to be simply unstoppable. If you are ready to reignite your midlife, let's go. Hey everyone, it's Jennifer Rowe, a certified life coach and um, host of the Fab and Flawed podcast coming to you today with a really exciting message that I think you guys are all going to feel really great about. I want to say right now that failing is fantastic. It is the best thing you can do. It's so awesome. I love failing. Now, I know that sounds really funny in a way, and it is a little funny, but this has been a really, really huge part of my journey and growth over the last couple of years. And I should say really specifically over the last couple of months, Um, failing is something that we all do. Most of us fear and a lot of us get very held back. I know in my life, I've been held back from many, many dreams and many, many goals where I didn't even bother to try because I was fearing failure. And honestly, there's nothing to fear in failure. Every great thing that's ever been invented was a result of many failures. I mean, could you imagine if Einstein or uh, not Einstein, Edison, (laughs) if Edison was inventing the light bulb and he was just like, you know, I I tried that once. Light bulb didn't work. Oh, well, I suck. I'm a failure. Moving on. No, he didn't do that. Um, But it's interesting. And I know why most of us do have a fear of failure. There's I think it stems from like school, you know, because before like school, when we're little kids, we don't have a concept of failing. I think that's why when you're a little kid, you get up and you fall down when you're learning to walk or crawl. Nobody's you're not judging yourself as a good person or a bad person because you didn't walk on the first time. Right. But then somewhere along the way, we get this message that we have to have straight A's. And to make things worse, <laughs> especially in school, if you got an A, you often got rewarded. Right. Your teachers gave you uh, a, a pat on the head. You, you know, your parents might have given you uh, a financial reward for getting on the honor roll. And then if we failed a test, we were made to feel bad. So it's. I think it's the two things like we, we, and we had an expectation, right? I mean, like there was obviously like you had to pass your test to even graduate and get through school. Right. So I think we, along the way though, internalize the sense of failing as uh, something personal against us. Right. Like if I failed the test, I suck. Right. Instead of just saying, maybe I sucked at that subject today. What can I learn? Right. So I think along the way, a lot of us have just internalized that feeling of failure, right? And I want to say to you that failing is great and it doesn't have to mean anything about you. It all comes down to the way you think about this, right? So I think that it's really important to understand that, you know, our human brains are programmed to want to protect us from fear, right? So we seek pleasure, we try to avoid um, pain. And we try to do that as efficiently as possible. That's pretty much how our brains work, right? So if you are coming from a place where you've now internalized failure to mean something about you, it means that you suck. It means that you can't do anything right. It means you'll never get it. Well, of course, our brains are going to want us not to take any chances or go for our goals because it it doesn't want you to feel the pain of failure because you've made that mean something terrible, right? So 
that's good to know, actually, right? Our our brains are just trying to protect ourselves. So if you have thoughts about trying something and it's like, I will be embarrassed if this doesn't work out, people will judge me. I won't be good enough. If you have those types of thoughts, well, your brain is never going to want to put you out there in the wild because it wants to keep you safe. And again, I think this is great news because now knowing that you can kind of try to like figure out the thoughts that are holding you back, especially when it comes in this case to failing. Now, I think failing is fantastic. If you're failing, you are doing so many good things, right? I think, first of all, if you're failing, it means you're trying and you're stretching yourself for bigger goals. And you can't get to bigger goals without failing most of the time. I'm not saying not all the time, but you you have to be able to fail along the way and it makes you stronger and it helps you to really earn that reward at the end of it because you're not just, you know, getting handed the participation trophy, as they say, right? So if you're failing, it means you're trying, which is so much better than not trying at all, I think. Um, The second reason why I think failing is fantastic is there's always a lesson that makes you grow and you learn what not to do. Now, a little story. So I am currently going through the life coach school, um, studying under, you know, Brooke Castillo's program. And it's a challenging program. And I've done this thought work forever. I've listened to all of Brooke's podcasts. I'm a student of many of her other coaches. I thought I had this thing on lock. And let me tell you something. The first, oh, I don't know, six, seven, eight. I know I lost count. Coaching calls. We have to, as a as you're in this program, you have to actually do practice coaching calls and then submit them to be evaluated. And you have to pass three of them and like perfect coaching calls. The first bunch of them did not pass. And I will tell you that I had to manage my brain around this, right? Like the first couple of classes that I submitted, I mean, I got really down and met I had in my brain, this means I suck. This means I'll never be good enough. I will never be a good coach. Well, those thoughts were terrible, right? <laughs> so when I got coached by my coach, we went a little bit into it. And I really started to journal about this and practice that this failing is great because every time I failed a certification call, I was able to go back to my notes. I got f- fantastic feedback from the coaches on why the the call did not pass certification. And I was learning and I was growing and it's made me such a better coach. Like if they just passed me through on some of those early calls, I would have never grown in the way I've grown. And it's been amazing. And I mean, I will say that a little bit more on that point, learning how to fail and fail well is like, to me, like the key of success. Nothing is going to stop me if I'm not going to have my human brain having this giant fear of failure. And the more you fail and are willing to fail and look as a way to learn something and grow, the more, the the easier it's getting. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, even with my coaching certification calls, I've now passed all three of my certification calls and I've just today passed my call that you have to like coach a coach and they then assess you. So I'm almost at the finish line. But if I let those early thoughts of I suck and I'm not good enough stop me, I would have never made it here, right? So anyway, so there's always a lesson to learn. And when you learn lessons, you get better and better. And there's always something to take from a a, a quote unquote failure, right? 
you're learning what not to do. And that is really important because if you're inventing the light bulb or the internet or an airplane or whatever, every great thing on the planet, you learn what works and what doesn't work, right? So there's always something great that could come out of a quote unquote failure. And like I was mentioning, the third big thing is once you're willing to fail and not have the fear of it, the sky's the limit, guys. Like you have nothing holding you back anymore. You, If you're not going to fear judgment and shame and talking to yourself like an asshole anymore, well, there's no limit on where you can go with that. And that's an amazing thing. That's a gift you can really give yourself. So I want to talk to you now that we've uh, got that all out of the way. I want to just give you a little example on how you might try shifting your mindset when it comes to failure, right? Because it's all easy to say, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to fear failure or I I don't, but, you know, but maybe you don't know how to do that, right? So in life coach school, and if you listen to Brooke Castillo, if you listen to Corinne Crabtree or Jill Angie or Rachel Hart, you'll know that they all work within this model. Um, it's the, you know, it's a think, feel, do, th- Think, uh, sorry, <laughs> think, feel, act type of model. Um, and basically, it really helps you to identify the thoughts that are driving your actions, which really leads to you, the thoughts that drive, <laughs> the thoughts that get you, the, the thoughts that lead to your feelings and the feelings that lead to your actions that leads to your results, right? So that is kind of the model. Huh, that was hard to get out. So anyway, um, so let me give you a little example of this, right? So usually it starts with something that in life coach school, we call the circumstance, which simply means it's a fact. And a fact is like something you you can't, you can go to court and it stand next to it and you can't ever um, deny it, right? It's a, it's a neutral thing in the world. You have no control over it. It's just a neutral thing, right? So for example, like, let's take my coaching calls, okay, that didn't pass, for example, right? The fact is the coaching call did not pass. Believe it or not, that is super neutral, right? Like not passing that coaching call means nothing, like until you give it a thought, right? So if you have a coaching call that did not pass, and your thought is like mine was, I will never get this, right? That leads me to feeling stupid, right? And when I'm feeling stupid, then what do I do? I don't take actions that really support myself anymore. When I'm feeling stupid with the thought of I'm never going to get this, then I stop submitting other calls because I don't want to be embarrassed any further. I don't, my human brain doesn't want, you know, to be kept being told how I'm never going to get this. So I stop trying, I stop submitting calls, I shut down feedback, like, you know, even when the coaches in those first early calls were trying to be really positive and give me great feedback that would grow me as a coach, I kind of shut down to it because I was so mad at myself and so disappointed in myself and feeling so stupid, right? And then, um, you know, when you're not being open to the the feedback, then I'm beating myself up, all of these things. And the thing is, is when I have a thought about this coaching call that did not pass, that I'll never get it, and I'm feeling stupid, and I stop swimming the calls, and I don't take the feedback, and I beat myself up, I'm pretty much guaranteeing that I will remain stupid and never get it, because I've shut myself down to it. 
And again, with a little compassion, you look at it and say, okay, thank you, human brain, for trying to uh, protect me from feeling stupid, but you're standing in my way, right? So when I was trying to get my head back on, right, so I could keep going with this goal, instead of letting that thought get stuck on repeat, I started to journal and journal, and I started to try to work on the thought. I learned so many great things for coaching from these mistakes, right? So it's the same thing, right? The call didn't pass. And instead of thinking, I will never get this, I started thinking, I'm learning so many great things that are going to make me a great coach. And as soon as you have a thought like that, that made that made me feel really excited to keep going. I no longer was beating myself up. My brain was activated to find other ways I could learn from these these calls so I could get better and better and become a better coach. I was excited to be a better coach and to keep going, right? So when I was feeling excited by the thought of I'm learning so much that's going to make me a great coach, my actions became study my calls a little bit closer. What could have I done better? What's a better question I could have asked? I practiced more. I was open to the feedback and generally had so much gratitude that these coaches were taking the time to give me their wisdom and provide me with insight, right? Um, and I just kept trying. I was willing to keep trying. And the results on that, I learned a lot of great things that are making me a, a great coach and it's kept me going. So again, I think that it's really hard um, sometimes to like leap from, I will never get it to, I'm learning great things from these mistakes. Um, that might not feel right to you. I would encourage you though, in your journaling to kind of, um, in a place where you are fearing failure or you are beating yourself up and calling yourself a failure, I would really encourage you to journal about that give yourself a little compassion and try to find a better thought that you could work on. And it doesn't have to make a giant leap, but it could be as simple as I'm figuring out, I'm figuring it out, right? I think that was an early thought I had when I was not passing these coaching calls. I don't think I leapt right to, I'm, you know, I'm learning great things. I think the bridge thought for me was I'm figuring out how to pass these calls, right? Because figuring it out felt um, a little bit more realistic for me at that time. It was a lot more doable and it wasn't like excitement, but I also felt uh, a quiet sense of determination and I wasn't ready to throw in the flag and beat myself up and call myself asshole names anymore. So if you can get out of your own way and not be afraid of failure anymore, really, there's there's going to be no stopping you. So, for example, I just used the example with my coaching, but you can apply this to anything that comes into your own life. For example, maybe you're trying to lose weight, right? And maybe you made a plan to eat a salad for lunch or, um, you know, do some exercise or whatever. And instead of having that salad for lunch, you decide to order a giant cheeseburger and some French fries, right? Again, this is neutral. A cheeseburger and French fries means nothing until you give it meaning with a thought, okay? So if your thought about this cheeseburger and French fries is, I can't believe it, I'm failing at this diet and I suck, and you feel defeated, well, it's going to be really hard to Remotivate yourself to keep going. But if you can change that thought or work on the thought of, huh, I had a cheeseburger and french fries, I think I can make a better choice next meal. Or I wonder why I ate that. I mean, to me, that's a journaling thing. Like you can really kind of dig 
deep to find out the thoughts. Were you bored? Were you lonely? Were you pissed off? Were you, you know, just in a rush? Did you just want it? Knowing the thought that made you eat that cheeseburger and french fries is just so valuable and so much more worth digging into than just throwing your hands up in failure. So that's a great opportunity to learn something. Like that's not failure if you decide to eat something that you weren't planning on. It's a great opportunity. So I think that if we can reframe some of these moments of failure and not attach this awful uh, meaning to it and beat ourselves up over things, we could get super curious about the thoughts that are driving us to 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 take action or not take action and and ultimately get to the results we want. So I think that failing's great. I'm here for it. I hope you're here for it. Uh, send me a note at jenrowcoaching at gmail.com. Tell me how you are going to work on reframing your thoughts on failure. And, um, and feel free to reach out for any questions or comments, or I'd love to hear from you. So hope you have a great day and see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to reach out to me, find me at genrocoaching at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Please uh, feel free to email me with your suggestions for podcast topics or for one-on-one coaching. Talk soon. Bye.